Hey, before we get started, we just wanted to let you know we talk about Santa Claus. So if that's a tradition your family uh, has for your children, you might want to listen to this aside from them. It's a podcast of Missio Day Church. This podcast is going to be way different than the normal Fox Pop formula. I'm Peter. I'm Brian. And I'm Hannah. This is your special Christmas spectacular. We needed some jingle bells. <laughs> jing, 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 jing. Anyway. Also, there will be next to no editing, so feel free to <laughs> skip ahead. Or skip the whole thing. Skip the whole thing. I mean, do what you got to do. <laughs> you heard it first, so you can't amend us. We're here for you. We just want to say thank you to all the guests that have graciously shared their stories. Uh, We think that it helps us to be known to each other, and we are so thankful for your honesty. Um, Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we're two seasons in now, and, uh, you know, when you and I talked about this probably a year or more ago, and during COVID, it just seemed like the right time to get it going. And uh, it's been a lot of fun just to hear those stories. I've heard from a lot of people who are thankful, not only for the vulnerability of the guests, but also who have said, you know, I feel like I know that person now. You know, like I might've known their name, I've seen them, but now like, I feel like we're friends, even though, you know, we haven't hung out, I, I know them. And I think that's part of the goal of this, right? Is our stories help us be known to the community and it, it creates hopefully a family, a community that is honest and vulnerable and, and really knows each other. I made out my whole story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Hannah. Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> just kidding, guys. So what's, what's been your favorite you know? guest? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Let's rank them. myself. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, the way that I made that story up was so gosh. Mm. So what's new? We're a few days away from Christmas. Yeah, I just literally finished preaching the sermon that will be shown on the 27th of this month, so it's coming, or maybe you've already watched it or heard it. I don't know when you're going to listen to this. That's done. Uh, I can't wait for Christmas. What about you guys? We took this opportunity. We have gone out to Wyoming for the last four years, and we've taken this opportunity to stay home with the ultimate excuse of COVID and pregnancy, so if there's ever a year... Uh, we love my family, but it feels a little luxurious to not go anywhere. For sure. We also have decided, well, after Christmas last year, I said we're never going anywhere ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and I've stuck to it. And so we're at home. Feel good about that. People have tried to ruin that, but I've said, nay, nay, you may not come. <laughs> so... We're excited. I get stressed out about Christmas, though. Why? I don't know. Like, you know, I think the reason for Christmas gets lost on people a lot, and I want to have time to, like, reflect on that, but I often feel like it's too busy to not, which is probably my fault. Yeah, you can say no to things. Yeah. It's hard. Except things I tell you to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, (laughs) and I think when you work for a church, like... 
you're planning and thinking about it up until the time. So it's just a different different place to be. I mean, I would much rather be here than Bugland. <laughs> <laughs> we won't name the yeah. extermination Bugland. company that you use. You can to go for. back and listen to Hannah's episode and yeah. infer for yourselves. Rhymes with Erminix. <laughs> just say that. And if you want to use Bugland as your company. That's a promo code for that. this episode. <laughs> yeah. HelloFresh. <laughs> promo code bugland bugland <laughs> oh my goodness just kidding we have no sponsors we need sponsors mm-hmm. well we should next next year christmas extravaganza we should make up fake sponsors which is an excellent segue into a new segment comment gold comment gold you know a lot of podcasts have comments from the listeners uh we have none of those so we made some <laughs> up <laughs> I mean, we have listeners. We just have no comments. Now, if you want to comment, you can do that (laughs) via uh, the podcast app that you listen to. Generally, there's a place for comments. But since we didn't have any, we made some up. Yep. You can also email Brian at... (laughs) Not NDC. (laughs) Okay, the first one um, is from United Kingdom expert Don Steed. Uh, This is in regards to the Alex Williams episode. She says, there are so many inaccuracies about the monarchy. (laughs) She's going to love this. She knows. She knows. Yeah. She knows her monarchy. And she called Alex Williams, who's from the UK, a UK amateur. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. You didn't really do that, Don. But it would be hilarious if you did. But you did in your heart, so you did it. (laughs) Next. Um, this one's from Hannah Manning. She says, I want Jimmy and Peter to start a podcast talking about vintage bikes. The longer, the better. <laughs> if you want that comment. <laughs> yes. Just as a behind the scenes look, Jimmy and I had an extensive oh conversation gosh. about <laughs> vintage bikes during our recording. And much of that didn't make it to the podcast. And I Hannah was so like, wait, so wait, it was edited. And it was still as long as it was on the episode. <laughs> yeah, I do the editing. So. Yeah. It was, you leave yeah. in the good parts. You guys also talked about skateboarding <laughs> for a very long time. Your two favorite things. Yeah, right. Man, I. Mm. All right. What would you call that podcast about vintage bikes mm. and or skateboards? Get to sleep quick. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Rad. I don't know. The You're, Broken Spoke. The bro, the Broken Spoke quick. podcast. Hey. That's why they pay me the big, big bucks. That's right. <laughs> Someone. Bid, bid bucks. Uh, broken spoke. That coming never. <laughs> or in 2021. Jimmy, let's do it, Jimmy. Comment, Jimmy. Let us know if you want to do it. Only mm-hmm. Jimmy. Yeah. All right. You know, some people do podcasts even if folks don't listen. Yeah. Like I- us. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Hale. Uh, comments that why does Peter talk so much during the podcast but so little at home? (laughs) (laughs) Honest criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel compelled to talk here but not at home? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I tried it. I'm working on communication, honestly. I try it at home. (laughs) Does Sarah talk a lot at home? Does she want to talk at home? Uh, Neither of us are very wordful people, um, but generally she would like to talk more than I want to talk. But I think that's a kind of classic. Oh, I'm no, digging a no. hole. I'm digging a hole. Just but. keep on. 
I would not. That is not how my house rolls. <laughs> Does Mark talk more than you talk? Oh my gosh. <laughs> he follows me around and talks. No. You're just saying that to make even when you're trying to no, walk away. He's like not getting the hint. Yes. I sometimes <laughs> I have to turn around and be like, Can you stay in the kitchen? No. Well, just for a minute. Yeah, I swear. Really? Be like, okay, I'll talk from here. Yeah. How's this? <laughs> yeah, Can we you could, hear me now? We could call him now and he would he would confirm it. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am honestly trying to communicate more and better. Yeah. Well, you should get some tips from Mark, and he'll get some from you. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Christina's not given to many words at home, you know? Like, she'll be reading a book, and I'm like, hey, what are you reading? She goes, a book. <laughs> okay, I'll leave you alone now. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the one who wants to talk. Yeah. I want to talk, too. I just sometimes, my jobs involve a lot of talking. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm all out of words. Mm -hmm. I think that's her deal as a teacher. You know, she just, she doesn't, she's done. Do you feel that way? Me? Yeah. Uh, No, because I'm a verbal processor also. There are times, but mostly, I I mean, I could talk all day long. (laughs) Got it. All right. All right. Wait, comment. You got any others? I do. Uh, Is from someone. They want to know for real who is our favorite elder. (laughs) Brian, you're first. (laughs) I'm not going there. No. You can go there, Hannah. All right. I will. Best to least. (laughs) Oh, Oh, here we go. Is it Festivus? Are we airing grievances today? I think it actually is Festivus. Seinfeld reference. Yeah, sure is. Are you amazed? I, I'm glad you got it. Thanks. I didn't know if Seinfeld reached where you grew up. <laughs> Man. You know about Festivus? No. It's for the rest of us. Okay. That's fine. That's awesome. I'm not saying it's not. George Costanda's dad just had a metal pole that he put up. Should I know who George? Costanza. Never mind. It's only the best. I told you there would be issues with cultural ever. references. I know. And we chose to move forward. All right. Man, this is this episode. <laughs> it's a real Just winner. It keeps getting better. Five cold stars. Sorry, listeners. Yep. I'm not sorry. Yeah, I know. All right. We told you. We warned everyone. Yep. Well, it is Christmas, uh, Advent season. Uh, I think we're done with comments, so we'll move yeah. on to Christmas. So I'm I'm just curious what, you know, if you think back about your memories with Christmas, um, yeah, what are some of your favorite memories? What are some of the traditions that you loved? Um, music? I mean, we talk about a lot of things, but this is the Christmas episode. So let's talk about Christmas stuff. What are some favorite memories from Christmas? I've got one memory that has scarred me. And it was also one of our best Christmases. We, uh, my grandparents lived in a little town called Divide, Colorado, like way up in the mountains at like 90, 300 feet or something like that. And it's up there. It's way up there. And we'd go and all the lakes would be super frozen and we'd play in the snow all day. They worked at a camp, so they had four wheelers and they'd tow us around on sleds on the frozen lakes. We'd play hockey on the lakes. Um, and then we, so that was like a really wonderful memory we we did that a few times and it was like very classic white christmas 
one time we were uh, doing like a craft thing when I was a kid where you make like, you get like these soap flakes and you put a little water in them and you can make these soap um, snowmen. And this is going to like out me as a psychopath, but I, I put, we already knew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a little close to home, but I put a toothpick in the, in the middle of my snowman. And then I had my brother who's two years younger than me slam it with his hand, like oh. from the top. And it like went into his hand, like really deep into his yeah. hand. And there's blood everywhere. And I just did not consider the consequences of that hilarious joke. Sorry. So Sorry, Adam. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did he, did, was he okay? Did he need stitches? Has he forgiven you? I can't even Are remember. you close? <laughs> uh, did he get you back? <laughs> I don't think he's, yeah. He's in Salt Lake City. That doesn't answer your question. Sure doesn't. We, Adam, call in. <laughs> Comment. Comment. <laughs> we talk probably once a month. Uh, well, all right. Does he have a scar? I don't know. Man. <laughs> what Is about you? Is your nickname for him Toothpick? <laughs> no. <laughs> Snowman, actually. You got any Christmas memories? Any good ones? Uh, I mean... Yeah, I, the, our best Christmas um, tradition, if you will, is every year we would wrap up our animals <laughs> <laughs> and uh, act like we had a one last present, and it was always a cat or dog <laughs> that we had had for ten plus years. <laughs> Did you like put wrapping paper? Oh yeah, on all their legs and their no, tails and stuff. No, it's really hard. I bet it is. So one it's year, hard, wait, I it's did. hard to wrap a live animal. Get out of town. I did one year, and I was like, never again. To did the dog, not the cat. Bitten? No, our no, our dog. He, you could do whatever to him. The cat would have not stood for that. Um, and so I was like, I'm never doing this again. So then I would try to like either just do their torso or their back or just put a big bow. But I would always hide them until <laughs> it was time. <laughs> So was at no point anyone in the family was like, hey, where'd the cat go? No, Where? they all knew it was coming. Oh, I see. It was like a thing. Yeah, and but it was everyone looked forward to it. <laughs> oh, okay. It was always a big success. Yes. And you like, were always the rapper or people took turns? Cause I, like, I would say I was you, I uh, headed that <laughs> committee. <laughs> but no one was ever like, Hannah, we're not doing this. Like <laughs> Except the cat or the dog. Yeah. The dog probably was like, listen, I, I know it's Christmas, <laughs> but can you, I mean. I don't know. Our dog was awesome. The cat definitely the was. The cat for sure was like, I'm going to scratch your eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> and we named him Oscar because he was a grouch. So. I wonder why. <laughs> he sounds so. like a saint. He Yeah. Both of them were. But I mean, now looking back, I'm like, how come no one in my family was like, can we not do it this year? It's probably not a good idea. They just let me go. Cat <laughs> was like, oh, here she comes. <laughs> I see the wrapping paper in her hand. I know what's that, about to happen. This could be a good idea for Roxy. You could yeah. have one last cre- Christmas present. Yeah. Yes. Well, if I wrapped her up, I would definitely be delivering her to somewhere else. <laughs> Here's a hey. gift for you. No take backs. No re-gifting of that gift. Yeah. Now I love my dog. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It means you want to get so excited about them all over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, what, what I'll talk your, to Sophie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to, as a kid, um, I don't I don't have a ton of Christmas memories, but my best Christmas ever 
um, was 2007. Um, so I'm opening gifts. You know, Eli is a little baby. And uh, I open this gift, and it is a positive pregnancy test from my wife. And, uh, yeah, she let me know on Christmas Day that we were having a little kid who ended up being Sophie, our daughter. So that was pretty awesome. We also got engaged on Christmas Day. Oh. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So funny story. On the way, so I had planned I was going to do this. And so um, I bought the ring and everything, and we, Christina and I drove down to Florida to spend f- Christmas with my grandparents and my, my family who had come down also. So we're on the way down, and I could have sworn I had put the ring in my luggage, and we made a stop for lunch or something, and then we were on the road, and I was like, man, I need a piece of gum, and I think I have some in my jacket pocket. So Christina reaches into my jacket pocket in the back of my truck, and she pulls out this box, which contains the ring, of course, and I turned like, you know, bright red, (laughs) and I was like, "Uh, that's nothing, just... Uh, it's not the gum put it you know and it was silent in that car for like 30 minutes you know she she knew i think she knew i i should have just pulled off the side of the road and asked her right then but i didn't and so then christmas day comes and uh, her parents did not live near us and so i never did like i wanted to call and ask permission but i just didn't but i want but i was going to do it that day so i proposed to her uh, she opened this gift I got her, and the ring was in the box, whatever. So that was awesome. So we call her family, and uh, I was like, so her mom answered the phone, and I'm like, hey, Mrs. Ellis, I you know really love Christina, love to marry her, ask her, and now we're great, like we have a great relationship. But she's like, hey, listen, I'm gonna put you on with Mr. Ellis. I gotta get this video back to the store before they charge me. <laughs> it was like late. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> so then she hands me the phone. Or she hands the phone to her husband and uh, Steve Ellis, who's passed now. He answered the phone and he had kind of a gruff voice. Hello. And I started all over again. Mr. Ellis, I love your daughter, blah, blah, blah. I want to marry her. He goes, uh, hey, uh, that's great. I'm in the John. (laughs) I'm going to give you back to Tammy now. That's how that went. He didn't answer from someone. Yeah. Did you ever get one? Yeah. I mean, we saw him after that and it was great. They were happy for us and everything. But it was just hilarious. That, yeah. You know, hey, I got to get this movie back to the store. I'm gonna Life is very flight. real. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Great story. <laughs> I don't know if it's a great story, <laughs> but it's a story. I think it is. Y'all didn't laugh as much as I thought you would or should have for that story. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. There's one of these uh, buttons with it. Yeah. Not that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What? Any gifts? No, that's not it either. <laughs> <laughs> that one creeps me out. What did you do that one time? <laughs> oh, matter. well, uh, yeah, I hit the table and it made that. Oh, really? Yeah, like I something I I did let like, yeah, yeah, pounded yeah. the table accidentally and it made Activated one of those buttons oh. go off. Oh. It was like the so weird whimsical one. Okay, what are your most and least favorite Christmas songs? Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah. When I was, I used to hate all Christmas music. I worked at Kmart. Of course you did. Well, <laughs> shocker. Listen, I, I worked at Kmart. This was like 1996. And Kmart was, 
by the mall where uh, Whole Foods is now. Anyway, you know, they play this garbage Christmas music. 20, 20 songs. For and it's, yeah, Michael Bolton and uh, Mariah Carey. Yeah. All I Want for Christmas is You. That song drives me insane. So for a long time, I just because you just hear that stuff all day long working there, and it's so awful. So I always hated all Christmas music. I think Christmas Shoes is still my top hated song. It's just, you never heard it, have you? I have heard it. Yeah. yeah. It's, ooh, I don't like it. Do you um, like it, Peter? Uh, I don't have an opinion. Okay. So sappy and like just blah. Yeah. Um, so, but a couple of years ago, I started listening to, like really reading the lyrics to Christmas hymns and mm. you know that kind of stuff. And I was like, whoa, these are amazing. And so now I have several, but um, Oh Holy Night, I think, is still my favorite Christmas song. I just love it. How about you? So good. Uh, my favorite Christmas song is Low How a Rose Air Blooming. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. Can you sing it for me, please? Low How a Rose Air Blooming. I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> <laughs> Offhand. Um, I love it. It's a great song. It's really sweet. Uh, I learned about it through Sufjan Stevens' Christmas albums, which I have some comments about. Mm. I think they start off with about 10 excellent songs. But if you haven't listened to them, every album is like 40 songs Yeah, long, it's a lot. And they, they just devolve into madness. <laughs> it's like absolute insanity at yes. the end, <laughs> which I kind of appreciate. But then you, you put it on and you're like, you know, dressing the tree and an hour later, you're like, okay, we get it. <laughs> okay. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the flip side to genius is uh, insanity. For, yeah. And he definitely fits that mold. Also, knowing when is enough. Like when, Yeah, you know, if he just did it. Hey, Sufjan, or, like song 30. Yeah. Might be a good stopping point. We yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At some point, you're like, is this the same album? What am I? Did it skip to? Oh, no, it is. Okay. Yeah. It's track 24. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Hannah? You got any uh, Christmas songs you love or loathe? I really love Joy to the, Joy to the World. The lyrics in that, same like you, like a couple of years ago, I just started to really listen to them mm. and read them, if you will, instead of just singing them. And I love, I think that one has very beautiful, the one part where it says, you're going to have to help me. Um, no more let sin and sorrow is it grow. Look it up. I don't remember. And it talks about how sin, like Jesus put away sin and mm-hmm. darkness as far as the curse is found and like from the heavens to the earth. And just the imagery of it is really beautiful. So I have loved that. And here recently someone prayed that over me and that was like a mm-hmm. really, really beautiful thing too. So you should do that. And then I don't like many songs about Santa. I, I'm not a big fan of Santa. I really struggle to understand Santa. Did you guys do Santa growing up? Yes. Yeah. Um, but like as an adult, uh, I don't understand why I'm going to give credit to a man who doesn't really know my kids. Mm-hmm. And like Santa gives all the best gifts and I'm not down for that. Like. <laughs> Mark and I work hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to give our kids things. Yeah. I mean, you know, like 
Yeah. Thanks for the socks and underwear, Mom. Santa got me this <laughs> new remote control car. It, it, it's just lost on me. So. Yeah. We that's a hurdle we'll have to cross mm. soon enough. Yeah. I think Santa was always presented to us as fictional, but like a cultural thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. We we knew. I think forever. I don't think we were ever like Santa snuck into our house through the chimney. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we just thought it was like a weird cultural thing. So I grew up in Florida with no chimney. Yeah. So that was weird. Mm. How did Santa get in my house? You know, and we went along with it. But, you know, you go to, you get to a certain age where you're like, oh, right, this is not, I think um, that looks like my dad. Yeah. Those cookies. And uh, I do remember this little girl that lived across the street from my grandparents and they were like some sort of weird fundamentalist branch of Christianity. Yeah. And did not do Christmas at all, really. And I just remember, I was like six or seven, and she was like, Santa's demonic because the same words that make Santa make Satan. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. okay, I don't yeah. know how to handle that. If anagrams mean evil things, then right. there's probably a whole lot of things that yeah, yeah. don't so, work very yeah. well. Here's the lyrics to this uh, is it, verse is it, three. Am I in the wrong? Is it Joy to the World? Yeah. Okay. No more let sins and sorrow grow nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow as far, far as the curse is found. Far as the curse is found. Far as, far as the curse is found. (laughs) Down low in the basement. All the men in the back. Yeah. Found. Oh, man. Yeah, not a big fan of Santa. And Theo's already decided he's not real, so... It's good. Well, yeah. But it's hard because he like also I've seen him wrestle this year with like, I want to believe in the magic of it. And, you know, because it is presented culturally as yeah. like this very magical and awesome thing. But he's also like, but I know he's not real. So what do I do with that? Yeah. And he was telling me about one of the little girls in his class has Elf on the Shelf. And we don't believe in that either. And uh, <laughs> um. He was like, yeah, she said it moves at night, and if you touch it, it loses its magic. And he said, but, Mama, I'm pretty sure it's just a stuffed animal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, like, the weirdest stuff that we have come up with for kids. Like, here, this old fat man comes into your house at night and leaves you stuff, but also eats your food. That's weird. And then also, Elf on a Shelf. This little toy yeah. becomes like alive and moves around in your house and does weird stuff and then is in a different place every night. Like, if you do it, if you're a listener and you do that, no, no, no harm, no foul. Like, do what you want as I knock things over. It just doesn't, it's just weird to me. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. Of course, although, unfortunately, our kids were the kids who were like going through the neighborhood going, Santa's not real. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it's my kids. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some cultures have a thing called Krampus. You know about Krampus? I've heard of it. No. Krampus is like the uh, the inverted Santa. So if you're bad, he'll come and like give you bad things or take your stuff or hurt you. Something Wonderful. like that. He's like a monster. That's terrifying. <laughs> I think it's like a, a European thing. Sounds like it. It's probably German. Yeah. Russian. Mm. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so, yeah. Krampus. I You know... St. Nicholas was actually a pretty cool dude, but yeah. how it's devolved into this 
Santa Claus is coming to town thing. It also reinforces this workspace righteousness, right? Like, That's mm-hmm. why I don't like Elf He's on got a shelf. list. He's, I think. he's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. You're like, well, yeah. I'm done. I yeah. guess just, oh, you know, one year, I don't know if this is for public knowledge. We can edit it out if we need to. I love this. Paul Landrum, one year, asked for a lump of coal for Christmas. That's like what he wanted. <laughs> And he got it. It's awesome. He nice. was like, what do you want? And then another year. Way to go, Paul. He wanted a two-liter Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's a really good request. That is so easy. Right? Do y'all do any, um, like, set of gifts for your kids? Uh, what do you mean? Like, for our kids, we do something. They want something they need and something educational. Mm. No. Do you just do one big? How do y'all do that? Yeah, I mean... We so we always get them pajamas every year. It's like a thing. Just mm-hmm. would they open them on Christmas Eve? Yep. Even now they're like, "Am I getting my pajamas?" Yeah, like they still want them. Too. They're teenagers. That's funny. Two of them are, or one of them. One of them acts like a teenager. Um, no, it hasn't. I don't know that we've put that much kind of thought. It's just like, what are the things that they want? Yeah. And yeah, we don't get them everything they want. Of course, sure. it's usually like one bigger thing. We do do a uh, scavenger hunt for the big item usually. And we'll write up clues. When we when they were younger, we would take pictures of different things in our house, and they would like find one. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. their gift mm-hmm. would be a picture. They'd go to that pick to the thing, and there'd mm-hmm. be another picture. And, they would, and now that's clever. That's fun. It is fun, I and come. they look forward to it. All right, and then uh, you'll get not a present. You'll just get to watch. But they, um, I should have done that with your birthday gift. You should have, man. Yeah. Let's do it again <laughs> next year. Um, was I saying? But then um, this year, we I mean, now we make it with like written out clues, kind of like, you know, Who roses are red. But yeah, we take turns, but we kind of do it together, Christine and I. And yeah, make like five or six clues around the house and then their yeah. gift is at I the end like of the you, road. You would be really good at that. Thank you. Yeah. You want to write clues for this year for me? Sure. <laughs> you can write clues for your baby. I will. Yeah. <laughs> this we're, year. We're having a boy. Woo! So stoked. Fantastic. What are some of your favorite Christmas movies? Well, we watched Home Alone last night, actually, with our kids. Yeah. Uh, we've watched it, you know, many times over by this point, but it's fun. It's just, you know, classic Christmas movie. Elf, of course, is my favorite. So good. All time. So good. Mm. I love The Grinch. That's a good one. Wait, like the original or the Jim Carrey live action one? I like them all. I mean, there you know, there's that new one too. Mm. New? How new? Uh, Newer than Jim Carrey? I think there was like like a new digital animation one. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I have not seen that. Pharrell. Pharrell is that his name? Pharrell Williams. As if there's another Pharrell. Why did I was debating if it was Pharrell? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so hip. Pharrell. (laughs) Um, he narrates it. And it's cute. I mean, there's some funny parts. Uh, it's 2008. Benedict Cumberbatch is the Grinch. Oh. I mean, eight or 18? 18, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Cumberbunda Bandersnatch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's good. It's cute. Uh, my kids, I mean, it's fun to watch with them. I didn't realize the like Jim Carrey elf was, or Grinch was scary. And we watched it this year with Anders. No. <laughs> and I looked over and. <laughs> very wide-eyed and like a little and i was like oh no (laughs) 
So then Mark and I just started like laughing to yeah. kind yeah. of cut her tension. How'd that go? It was fine. All right. Yeah, you forget. It's easy to forget all like the scary or like questionable parts in old movies that you loved as a kid. Oh yeah. Like every single one has the part that you would not want your parents to like. They always walk in in the, the movie, yeah, like that exact that moment. You're like, no, it's not all like this, mom. Yeah. Well, I think a lot, you know, of course I grew up in the 80s and yeah. a lot of 80s movies are that way anyway. Like I remember all the good parts and then we've watched a few like big we watched with oh, our yeah. kids right. in the summer and we were like, ah, <laughs> right. There's a few scenes you're just like, I don't remember that. Or the language, like okay. we watched Men in Black with our kids yeah. and there was more language than I remember. So you're just like, good grief. Yeah. So. We've had to turn a few off because we're. I'm pretty sensitive to like rudeness or just disrespect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't need any help in that <laughs> department. <laughs> and and you don't you forget. I mean, or even like we watch Peter Pan mm-hmm. with him, and it's so politically incorrect <laughs> these days. And they are like pretty rude and. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, which funny. Peter Pan? Do you mean Hook? No, Peter Pan, like mm. from. Oh, the Way original back. one? Like yeah. the yeah. animated one? Yeah. Yeah. I love Hook. That's not a Christmas movie. Great it movie. kind of is. I mean, it is. Yeah. It takes place I would around count Christmas. It as a Christmas movie. I haven't thought about that. I need to watch that again. Yeah, it's I as like much it. as a, of a Christmas movie as what I historically said was my favorite Christmas movie, which is Die Hard. Die Hard. So I. There's a big debate yeah. about whether that's a Christmas movie or not. It definitely is. I think it is. I told Sarah that it was my favorite movie, period. Oh. And so she surprised me maybe our first or second year when we were married. And uh, Asheville Pizza Company was going to have a showing of it. So she brought me there. And like two minutes into the movie, I whispered to Sarah, I was like, I've never seen this. <laughs> and I'd been, I told her, it? yeah, I'd never seen it. And I've been telling her for like as long as we were dating and that married that it's my favorite movie. I'd just seen the second one, which in my defense is not that. Dissimilar. They're pretty close. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I still, I like it. Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> I just love that you hadn't, it's my favorite. I don't, I mean, I've never seen it. But I, <laughs> but I know but it's going to be did, awesome. Yeah, I I've know. I've seen the second one. <laughs> if I see it, I'm going to love I, it. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> just like when I told you I was going to go check on Brian and he was up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He walked right by me. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I also love A Christmas Story, and there's something about, have you ever seen it? Yeah. Man, I don't know. That came out in the 80s, but it's set like in the 50s or whatever, but. It's nostalgic. It is, and it would play all day long, and so you could like step away from it and then come back and pick up where you left off Mm -hmm. three hours later because it'd be on again. I think that's why I don't like it. Because it was just overplayed. Yeah, and I mean, y'all know me. If it's like. We sure do. I have a hard time with things that everyone loves. You're an individualist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anti-establishment. I wouldn't go that far. All right. Uh, what about gifts? What are your most favorite or least favorite gifts that you can remember? Um, this is good. So my birthday is around Christmas. I just thought what? of this and I jumped right in. Go for it. And when I turned 21, um, it's like common knowledge in my family that my grandma didn't like me that much not sure why Hmm. and um so she got my sister like when anthropology was becoming really popular she got both my sisters something the store not the discipline yeah okay (laughs) the store anthropology (laughs) and she got both my sisters i think like socks from there and then a gift card and she got me 
a shirt that was like probably four sizes too small that said Santa I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So All right. that happened. That is something. It was not my favorite gift, but it was we all joke about you it. You have a memory now. Yeah. 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 Worth it. Yeah. How about sure. you, Peter? Uh when I was a kid I you know, you, you get socks or like weird clothes from relatives you don't really know and you know, they're not even close to fitting or they're yeah. like definitely bought at Steinmart or something, like with like some weird print on it. Yeah. Oh, this looks like it was on the clearance <laughs> yeah. rack. Thanks. Yeah. But now I really appreciate a quality pair of socks. Uh like I really like uh athletic wool socks from like uh, smart wool or defeat mm. or uh born uh, what's darn tough that vermont brand yeah is that right uh-huh duluth duluth trading company mm. ever get any of their yeah stuff? yeah it's good yeah my brother-in-law likes that stuff a lot it's weird how like as as an adult like my favorite present is what i would hate as a kid yeah yeah, yeah. it's w- so useful right but you know and it it means something that someone gets you something that you really did want. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and spend 16 bucks on like a pair of socks, but if someone else will, I'll, I'll take them all day long. They'll last for like a decade. Yep. Yeah. Besides, obviously, the uh, the pregnancy test, which, you know, was a fun Christmas present. Uh, when I was a kid, when we moved, I think it was the first Christmas here, maybe the second Christmas here in Asheville from moving up from Florida. Uh, I didn't want a lot of things, but I, uh, for whatever reason, I was really a fan of the Oakland athletics at the time. And, uh, and so I got like the fitted hat and a jacket, like the player's jacket with the mm-hmm. logo on it. And I wore it every day, nice like, all the time, not knowing cause I was new to the area that I went to Oakley elementary school. And it was in the Reynolds district, and Reynolds was green and yellow. Oh, and yeah. So was the uh, Oakland Athletics. So I was wearing stuff, and it, of course, had the A on it, but people were like, oh, AC Reynolds. And I was like, no, what is that? I don't know. You know? <laughs> so, but I, it fit. It worked. Yeah. Was that during the uh, like Billy Bean Moneyball years? Um, it, uh, it was before that. Because okay. I think he was late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. maybe, something like that. Um, I just see. watched that movie, actually. Not so long good. Ago. Yeah. Oh. It's so a lot good. of, unfortunately, it's a lot of not fabricated things in the movie. Really? Yeah. But uh, this was like 91, 92, and mm. they were winning a lot at yeah. that point. Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, Ricky. I Anderson. didn't know Mark McGuire played for them. Oh, yeah. But before he juiced it. Yeah. <laughs> before he got Non-stop swole. Non-stop homers. Yeah. So, that's it. Very cool. Um, if you guys want a really good sock gift... <laughs> I get, there are these things called face socks and you can put Uh, someone's face on a sock and they're awesome. And they're a really good sock too. Do you put their face on the sock or your face on the sock? It's dealer's choice. (laughs) What would you do? Some random stranger's face on a sock. I put my children's face on Auburn socks for Mark last Father's Day. Mm. And I think I'm going to continue to do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a good gift. Like good socks are a good gift. Yeah, they are. And to have your kid's face on it is even Even, better. I guess so. It's Uh, In my opinion. One of Sarah's students gave her some socks to make her feet look like cat paws. (laughs) 
It's so weird. It totally weirds me out. I don't love it. Really? <laughs> I need to see a picture of this. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Any other favorite gifts? Uh, I got, as an adult, I got an Arduino robot, Arduino-controlled robot. So Arduino is like a little programming for beginners kind of processor, and you have to have like a minimal level of tech nerdery, but you get to build a robot and control it like moving up and down. It was just an arm and you could grab stuff and move it around, but help me learn about servos and processors. And when I, was a, when I was a kid, I got a robot kind of like that. It was called an Armatron and it would just had like two little controllers Yeah, yeah. and you got it from Radio Shack and it would like, but you didn't have to program anything. You just, that's really close to what this was. That's cool. The instructions were like, your Hannah looks so thrilled right now. <laughs> Do you want one, Hannah? We can get you one. Next, we're going to talk about bikes and skateboards. <laughs> The instructions were like in Cantonese and it came with like a kajillion little parts. Oh boy. And it was kind of fun as a challenge. It's one of the things that you build for like the week that you're at your parents' house. And then, yeah. How old were you? I was uh, 28. (laughs) This is like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our banter about Christmas. You know, uh, we are rounding out the year. We are, I think a lot of people are really thankful to say goodbye to 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been hard, you know, been hard for a lot of individuals, hard for families, uh, especially those having to teach kids from home, hard for educators having to teach from home. Uh, hard in a lot of ways, but at the same time, uh, I think we could all, I hope that we could all look back and see evidences of God's grace and his faithfulness to us over this last year. Just wonder, if, you know, as you guys think over uh, the last 12 months, where you've seen God's faithfulness, His grace to you, uh, either personally or, you know, in the church? Yeah, I can jump in. Um, I think one of the things that I've been thinking about is youth ministry looks a lot different in the time of COVID than it would otherwise. A lot of youth events, when you think back on like your experience in youth group, are not covid appropriate at all right there's a lot of touching involved um or holding hands or whatever and (laughs) in a totally appropriate way totally appropriate way (laughs) we played this game i'll just tell a little story we played this game where we would hold hands around a trash can like you know 30 people holding hands with a plastic trash can in the middle and then if you touch trash can you're out so it was like crack the whip except you're trying to like throw the small people into the trash can that's like the least appropriate Right. Youth game, yeah. like it's really dangerous, but also in in COVID, you're like breathing and yeah, so it's been a challenge. Um, but I've seen a lot of uh, like beauty and in growth in like parents and families and kids, like being willing to mm-hmm. give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think one of the things the Lord has been kind to me in is I think we're only given what we can handle, and if if at a particular event, if 30 kids showed up, which m- could have happened like prior to COVID, yeah, I don't know if we could have handled it. So like it is kind of self-regulating, like yeah. really gracious and wonderful. And I'm very, very thankful for all the families and kids that have mm-hmm. made it success. Yeah. yeah. You see pictures now, speaking of like, 
pre-COVID, you know, like pictures of crowds, Yeah. you know, and you're like, ooh, that's makes you nervous a little bit. Like, yeah. I sent you TV shows where totally. people are coughing a well, lot. Right. You're just like, ah, At, like, um, the West wing. There's mm. that one where there, a tornado comes through, I think. And Bartlett goes and visits all of them. Oh, yeah. Everyone is coughing so much. I was yeah. I, I, like halfway through the episode, I was visibly <laughs> like anxious. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Like you forget. Mm-hmm. Or like, what's the, that yeah. meme I sent you that said, you'll love this one? It goes, uh, remember when we used to eat cake after someone <laughs> blew all over it? Yeah. It was <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's never going to happen again. Right, I mean, think about it. Birthday candles, like. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a, th- yeah. Yeah. Even in ads when people like shake hands in the mm-hmm. ad, I'm like, hey. Oh, yeah. Watching yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Touch the elbows, man. But it's funny because I, I wouldn't say, like, I don't think on a regular day to day basis I feel stressed out, like no. necessarily stressed out about it. No. But then you watch you something. See it. Yeah. And yeah. especially the tons of coughing. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I don't know that I can finish this episode. Of course, I went to touch elbows with somebody the other day and they're like, I cough into my elbow. Yeah. My hand's cleaner. I was like, oh, all right. Well, cool. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I think um, this is more on like a personal level, but Mark and I really needed to slow down and mm. pull back. And 2020 gave us the excuse to do that. He was working two jobs, doing school. We have two small children. I was working basically full time. Um, and he was also leading music. <laughs> so it was just so much. Um and so, yeah, I like crave family time. I, I really like just my core family and just us being together. Um, not that I don't like my other family, but so it's been really sweet to get to do that. I mean, at first it wasn't sweet to have my kids home all the time with me. <laughs> that was not my favorite. But um, I think to not feel, I mean, every single night we were doing something and we kind of at the beginning of 2020 without knowing what was coming, pulled back from almost everything that wasn't necessary. Um, and that has just been really good for us. And that has felt like the Lord's grace in a lot of ways. Mm. So, yeah, that's personal. Yeah. Similarly, I think, you know, uh, as I reflect on this past summer, in particular spring and summer, both uh, my kids have played more together than they ever mm-hmm. have. And, you know, we had a some of the kids have moved away now, but in our neighborhood, we had, you know, several kids that they were close to. And I mean, those kids were outside all day, every day, almost all spring mm-hmm. and summer when they weren't doing class, you know, when they were out for the summer, they were out. And I mean, very little screen time, very little. And, they, and they've got all these memories that they got to make. And in previous summers, it would have been different because people would have been traveling for vacation mm-hmm. or doing sports or this or that. And everything else was kind of stopped. And so in that sense of like pulling back, I mean, it's been fun to, I mean, you know, obviously they've had their issues with conflict as well mm-hmm. with each other, but it's been fun to watch my kids grow in their relationship with each other because they were stuck at home just together and then being able mm-hmm. to play in the neighborhood. I think, you know, for the church, um, man, it's it's been wild. And, um, and yet what I've seen more often than not is the people who are part of this church family who are really like, who get it, who are in, who who get what we're trying to do, who trust our leaders, and who are like, whether they've been back or not, you know, they've expressed like, hey, we, we're with you, we're for you, like, 
we get. You guys have been in really tough places having to make decisions and, and we're supportive in whatever ways we can be. Um, that's, that's meant a lot, you know, because I think it's not until trials like this, you know, I mean, last year things by and large went really, really well. And this year, a lot of stuff has gone sideways and we haven't been able to do certain things and ministries look different for people to get it and be like, Hey, we understand. And the essence of who we are as a church hasn't changed. And like, we're, you know, we we're in, we're not going anywhere. It's been really meaningful to me. Um, and then the other side of it is just seeing new people still come. I mean, we've we've seen several new families and individuals come and be part of the church um, since all this. Part, some of them catch you know watching online first and coming. Some of them just moving to town, but you know hasn't stopped um, God's movement through this church. And super thankful to be you know part of the leadership team to help lead the way forward. So. Mm-hmm. I think the cool like seeing a new people coming to is since we've had to take away a lot of stuff, uh, they've plugged in really quick. Yeah. You know, and so it's felt like family really fast for us and for them, you know, and it's given us an ability to kind of give new people one on one attention almost, um, which has been really sweet for me. I think one thing that has been my favorite thing of COVID at the church, if you will, (laughs) that I know we can't keep, but I wish we could. Um, is ushering people by name to their seat. I think I, I could be wrong, but in my opinion, I think it's a very sweet personal touch. Yeah. You know, um, because you're guaranteed to talk to someone every single morning, right, every single right. Sunday. You know, yeah. um, and so I have loved that, and I mourn the day when it will go away. I mean, I rejoice yeah. anymore. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the distancing has been your favorite. <laughs> I do like that too. Please don't touch me. <laughs> the no hugging. Oh, man. I'm, I think most of the church is really thankful that we're not doing the extension of peace anymore. Oh, absolutely. And also with you. Yeah. Right. I just, you know, I, I love that part because I, I, I think it has a theological meeting, but I think a lot of people see it as like the shake and howdy and just this like little transition between sure. yeah. music and sermon. And it's like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to say hi. I don't want to shake someone's hand. I don't know. Well, it's only two it, minutes. It doesn't really mean anything. And then for that to be gone, people are like, yes. Oh, like, yeah. It was so a huge happy. victory. And yeah. pe- we were doing those questions before it. Yeah, we did People that really did not like this. <laughs> Some of them loved it, though. Yeah, there were two. <laughs> no. I, listen, there were times when. Remind me. Is that like, what kind of, is that like ask your yeah, neighbor? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, we, we, did, we only did it. spark more kind yeah, of like. We only did it for one series, I think. But sure. it was it was one of those like, yeah, share yeah. something about yourself with a stranger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Share the last time you sinned, stuff like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going to confess our sins to one another right now publicly. So just turn to whoever's near you and just tell them what you did last night. End the time. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was I, more icebreaker type stuff, but yeah, like thoughtful. I, I think I remember and that, It was related yeah. to the I like that. sermon or whatever. But I will say there were times when I got up to preach and I have to be like, all right, people, like stop talking. You know, like you're done. Yeah. But they were just, they kept going. So. Yep. Maybe yeah. it was just That's a good sign, things. I think. I thought so. Yeah. It was the five people that liked the questions that were still yeah. going. Look, just because you didn't like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I, d- I right. don't like touching. Yeah. I'll answer questions all day. Yeah. Just don't come in for the unexpected hug. Because oh. I'll make a weird comment like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> or, okay. <laughs> You've witnessed that one before. <laughs> okay. Man, I'm a hugger. I miss hugging people. Mm-hmm. I really do. 
Well, uh, got a few changes maybe coming up to the Vox Pop for season three. What's in store, Peter? Yep. Uh, well, there's a few ideas. Uh, first, it's going to be less frequent. So we're moving towards, and this is not all set in stone, but less frequent is definitely set in stone. Um, it's either going to be once a month or on select Thursdays, surprise Vox Pop Thursdays. Um, and then we've thrown out another idea. It's called Community Vox Pop. So you you may be a person that have wanted to share a bit of your story, but you are not comfortable sharing 45 minutes of your story. and Or you know you know somebody who you're like, I would love to hear more of their, sh- their story or share it. And so if you are willing, you could record your story or with a friend, record their story, and you can email it to us on your iPhone, and we'll compile them and um, share them with the community. I think this fits the mission of Vox Pop in making each other known. Yeah, I think there's an element of... Now, I will say, if you if you want to be a guest on the Vox Pop, we would love to have you be a guest and be interviewed for the whole time. Still think there's a lot of value in that, and we'll continue to do that. And you can do that by emailing us at voxpop, V-O-X-P-O-P, at mdcashville.org. Just let us know that you'd like to be a guest, and we will get you on the roster for a future episode. Having said that, there's also, you know, certain topics we've kind of thrown around, like, uh, you know, going through depression or infertility or, you know, something like that. And you may have a piece, it may be a piece of your story, Mm. but it's worth sharing. And so there may be four, five, ten people in the church who have a similar experience of God meeting them or his faithfulness to them in a certain season. And it could be something dark, as I mentioned, or even something positive, you know, where you saw God provide and um, those kind of things. And so if that's the case and you have just a small portion of your story that you that you think would be relevant or shared we'll we'll let you know you know what topics we're going to be looking for and that kind of thing but we could compile several of those and be able to share you know around a certain topic as well and give voice to several people's stories in all in one episode so we're really excited about that opportunity think it could be really fun um to to allow you to be the contributors and to share those parts of your story that may lead to you being a guest for the full episode or may not. But uh, yeah, we'd love to we'd love to hear more from the members of the church um, as to yeah things about what God's been up to in your life and, and that kind of thing. So anyway, it's been a fun... Uh, of course, I haven't been part of many of these episodes this season. Uh, thanks, Hannah, for coming on board and... and uh, lending uh, your gifts as a female co-host, but mm-hmm. we we'll hope to continue it. I uh, think that it's been helpful to our church family, and um, yeah, we want to continue to do that for you guys. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this. Uh, any any last words before we sign off here? Police Navidad. <laughs> Police knock me down. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that one? No. <laughs> That's great. Police knock me down. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Yeah, anyway. Yep. That's funny. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, we love you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next season.